This has been something I've been looking forward to for many months. I just mi- I miss you guys. <laughs> Any like old school like old school moms people here that from when I was around back then. Yay! Oh, that's so cool. I just when we were praying earlier, I was thanking the Lord just for these faithful women who persevere in the calling that is this ministry because I know what a blessing it is. Um and has been to my heart. So I'm just thankful I get to come back and, and serve you today. So, okay. So we're talking about service. And, um, I guess, you know, the big question that I want to, you know, inspire your hearts with today is why, why do we serve? And, um, I'm going to give you the answer. I'm going to give you the secret tip right now. And it's ready. Yeah. You're listening. Okay. Catch now. Okay. Because Jesus did, and we want to be like Jesus. Bam, that's it. (laughs) So I'm going to share with you one of the things, um, I think teaching our kids about service is like so critical because of that very reason that Jesus did. And and we want to be like him, and we want our kids to learn how to be like him. So um, Matthew, many, a couple of years ago, I can't remember when it was, Didi, you're like, she, you had your birthday, and you're, you gave everyone, of course, in Didi's style, it was like her birthday, but she gave all of us gifts. Um, she made these little frames that had the scripture verse of Matthew 20, 28, and it said, but the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And I, I took that home it was like a little frame and I took it home and I put it in my bathroom. And one night, um, I remember Jethro, my youngest son, he's three. He was taking forever on the toilet <laughs> and I couldn't, I, I needed to stay with him cause he needed some assistance. And, um, I was just like, okay, you know, let's, let's, um, think of a way to use this time wisely. And I looked over and I saw that verse. And so we made up a little song to memorize that verse and I'm going to teach it to you today. And you guys are going to go home and teach it to your kids. So a lot of the times when I make up these little Bible verse songs, I um, I kind of either go the route of cowgirl or I go the route of gangsta. So this one is my gangsta um, route. So yeah, so there's going to be some word and holla. So so get ready. So it goes so it goes like this. I really wanted my kids to come and do it with me because they're really it's much more cute and funny when they do it. Um, but I had a feeling that they would get a little shy and up here so um okay so it goes like this so you girls ready it goes here we go it goes but the son of man did not come to be served to be served but the son of man did not come to be served to be served but to serve but to serve but to serve what up but to serve but to serve but to serve holla So to see a three-year-old say, what up, is really cute. <laughs> okay, so it goes, but the Son of Man did not come to be served, to be served. But the Son of Man did not come to be served, to be served. And then you march, but to serve, but to serve, but to serve. What up, but to serve, but to serve, but to serve. Holla! <laughs> You guys got it? Can we stand up and do it? Let's do it. You guys get in touch with your inner. It's like like pull your pants down past your bottom or something if you need to. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? 
but the son of man did not come to be served to be served but the son of man did not come to be served to be served but to serve but to serve but to serve what up but to serve but to serve but to serve holla <laughs> Good job. So, you know, whenever my kids are like getting fussy or if I ask them to do something and they don't want to do it, I'll just break out into that song and <laughs> and it just kind of corrects um, and trains their hearts and it keeps things joyful, which is uh, something I wanted to just felt really led to speak about with you today um, was the aspect of joy in our mothering and in our serving because... I think as moms, we kind of like get the serving thing. You, you kind of like, that's like all you do all day long. And so, um, but I thought the part that we sometimes miss is the serving joyfully. Um, so I was just going to talk a little bit because, you know, what happens is, is we get so tired. These little people don't ever sleep. And, um, and so our, our tiredness affects and steals our joy. Um, we, you know, there's so many needs and so like to-do lists and, you know, drama and childhood, you know, just their needs. They're little needy people. And, um, that can kind of, you know, just take our joy away. Um, and then another part that, um, a part of motherhood is just our expectations. I think sometimes we're a little disappointed, um, you know, when things don't really go the way we plan. So I'm looking at you, colic. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's like hard to keep your joy when <clears throat> some of these things happen in our mothering. Um, and then you go ahead and you add social media and Pinterest, and you're kind of left feeling all this guilt at the end of the day that you didn't serve by, you know, throwing an elaborate birthday party or cutting your sandwiches into panda bears or um, <laughs> losing all your baby weight in two seconds. Um, so... These are things that can all rob us of joy, and I just wanted to give us a couple ways uh, to help you remember how to serve joyfully. And um, and so let's get our joy back. And especially uh, part of the talk today is about Christmas. Christmas is coming. So that, I think, is when kind of everything kind of goes woof with expectations and, um, you know, just that pressure that you feel that can really take your joy away. So the first thing I want us to do with um, just getting our joy in our service is is uh, a little song that I think you all know. Let it go. Let it go. Okay, guys, let that. And if you want to switch it and not think about that song because it's, it's overdone a little bit, a little bit. Um, you know, do you know, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. And so whenever you hear that, just let it go, let it go, let it go. I think what we need to do, um, especially this Christmas season, is leave the expectations that everything is going to be perfect and look perfect and um, go perfectly. Uh, leave it behind you, girls. I think that... Um, one, well, gosh, okay, awesome, let's go for it, let's go for this. Um, you want, I think one of the things that the Lord has just sanctified in me 
through being a mom is learning how to hold every moment with an open hand. Every moment, every person, and everything with an open hand. Um, because what happens is, is when things don't go as you planned or as you hoped or even prayed your little heart out, like I remember praying so hard that my kid would sleep through the night and that like didn't happen sometimes. And then what happens is, is then you get like completely undone and you start getting angry at the Lord or bitter that things didn't go your way. And so I think the attitude that the Lord, um, really desires for us is to just be open-handed. Um, so this is really helpful when you're in a rush to get to the Christmas Eve service and everyone's dressed well and then somebody poops their pants. And, <laughs> you know, like, do you know that's like a recipe for, oh, you just want to like yell and get mad and you're really upset that your perfectly matchy-matchy outfit now has poop all over it. And I think if we're able to just right now, just lay it down, lay it all down, lay those Christmas outfits before the Lord, lay those moments um, before the Lord, then you can receive them with joy. And, um, you know, this is also helpful when your kids maybe decide to have a, a meltdown in the middle of your Christmas photo shoot, which has happened to me before. And I literally ended up sending out a picture of one of them was weeping. <laughs> Because I just, just, I was, it was just what happened. That's how it went. And, um, and I think, uh, you know, I remember in, I started getting really upset during that photo shoot at my kid and he was just being a kid. It was Christmas time and it was, he was tired and he was overstimulated and, you know, and I think that, um, letting go of that expectation to have a perfect photo and show everyone how, happy we are all the time. You know, I just really needed to surrender to that. Um, this is also helpful when, um, like this morning I was getting, I was trying to get dressed and of course I'm running late. And whenever you're running late, that can steal your joy. Um, so I'm running late and, and, uh, Jethro comes in and for some reason he is just desperate to put on a winter coat. I don't know where he found it or what was going on, but all morning he was like, mommy, help me put my winter coat on. Mommy, help me. And I'm like trying to flat iron my hair. And he's like, mommy, help me put my winter coat on. And I think those interruptions um, are, you know, there are kids and we can just, it's okay. Just what's more important is serving and loving and joy. And so I would say, okay, I'd love to be a helper, zip, and then <laughs> move on. <laughs> Um, this is also really good. Like when you're baking Christmas cookies, um, one thing I had to let go of was just, I wanted it to look exactly as the picture on Pinterest. And, um, but what I'm learning through motherhood and those gingerbread houses, you know, they look so great online, but I think the best looking cookies and projects and edible things are the ones that kids have done and they're just a mess. And just enjoy that with your kids. Let go that it, you take it to a party and they look a disaster. Just own it. Like, because you know that you served your kids well, that they had the memory of doing it with you um, instead of mommy, like, making everyone get out of the kitchen in, 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 in you know, in anger. Um, um, and then another one is your husband's, which I know um, Didi's going to talk about marriage in a little bit here. But um, one thing that the Lord's really helped me to let it go with is, you know, like, my husband puts up our tree every year and he put the lights up last year and it took like 14 hours. You know how it is. It's really hard work stringing lights on a tree. And by the end he was done. He was like, uh, like he was ready to be done with the tree. And, um, and I remember when he, we stepped back to turn it on after he labored, he's sweaty and everything. And like this whole bottom portion, the lights were out and, um, and he was like, I'm done. And I remember my, my perfectionist self was like, I don't know if I can deal with that. I'll 
Christmas. Like, every time I look at that tree, all I see is this dark spot. <laughs> and I remember the Lord just saying, let it go, Julie. It's what every time then when I let it go and I didn't put pressure on my husband to fix it um, and, you know, letting that go for him, I was able to serve him and um, love him well and joyfully. So I just saw that darkness, that little dark spot as um, a way that I loved my husband well during the holiday season. Um, <laughs> but I think, um, we, the greatest thing to remember about letting it go is, is Mary in the Christmas story. Do you ever think about the Christmas story and you're like, there was nothing perfect about the Christmas story. Like everything, I mean, she first, they, you know, she wasn't married and she got pregnant. Oh my goodness. And then, um, and then she's nine months pregnant and on a donkey. Have you guys been nine months pregnant? Do you want to be on a donkey when you're nine months pregnant traveling for hours? No, no, no. And, um, and then when they get to where they're supposed to get, um, in Bethlehem, like there's no room, there's no hotels. Like, you know, of course she's probably in her heart have, has her little birth plan of having her baby in her bathtub. Baby Jesus is going to come in her home. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, the Lord gave them a stable. And I think that what was so beautiful, and it's dirty. It was dirty in there, guys. Like, we, we, you know, we get all these expectations that it has to be a certain way. And the Lord is, like, showing us in his word um, that really what he wants from us is a heart surrendered to him. And that's where joy comes, is when we can just hold everything with an open hand. I really believe that Mary must have been like, not my will, Lord, but yours. So make that like your heart this this Christmas. Um, so let it go, girls. Uh, second thing is stop comparing. Just, just this is something that I struggle with so much, and because we have such easy access into the lives of everyone. Um, you know, you can get on social media this Christmas and you'll see that one of your friends is doing Elf on the Shelf every single day and it's like parachuting down from the second floor or has like drawn with, you know, like Cool Whip all over the bathroom mirrors and you're just like, oh, I like don't even know where my Elf on the Shelf is. I don't even think I own one. Um, and then you look at your other friend and all of her kids are wearing matching pajamas with monograms and even the husband's in on it. And then you look at your other friend and she's buying all new iPhones for her whole entire family. And then you look at your other friend who's throwing a beautiful Christmas party and it's perfection and could be in a, you know, in a magazine. And then your other friend is like, I'm working out because I'm not going to gain weight for a holiday. And you're like, I just had two pieces of cake last night at the Christmas party. Um, and we look at all of these isolated best moments and then we're like, well, I need to do all of those things. And that equals I'm a horrible person and a failure. And I think that's just a recipe for crazy. So let's just let go of that this um, Christmas. And just all you need to ask yourself is, um, Lord, what do you think about me? and what I'm doing and then prioritize whatever he tells you is most important I just encourage you to just find three things like three if there's like three things that you really want to do with your family or to serve other people make that your goal just three things put up your tree make dinner for your pastor and you know or something like that's something that we try to do um that was really important to us in the Christmas season. And um, one of the things, go to the Christmas Eve service with everyone. And um, that's it. And then anything else that happens, icing on the cake. Oh, I happen to get my Christmas cards done. Awesome. Um, but like, just prioritize and ask the Lord what He wants you to do. Uh, the next thing to have joy in the Christmas season, just celebrate the small moments. Be committed to finding joy just in those little tiny pockets that the Lord gives you, like I said, about baking with your kids um, and just not freaking out about the mess. Um, 
even at night when you're snuggling them in bedtime, sing Silent Night over them. And really, if that's all you do this Christmas, if you just savor a moment and singing over them before they go to bed, like that's enough. Like God is pleased. Um, when uh, you're folding laundry, pray over each person's um, laundry, uh, you then roll the socks into little balls and have a sock ball fight with your kids, you know, just find little tiny ways. Um, when Thanksgiving's coming, when you're sitting around the table tonight, have everyone go around and do their best impression of a turkey. <laughs> That's my favorite, just like having everyone gobble. Um, it gets kind of hilarious. Um, one of my favorite things to do is just a tiny little act um, of service for others is um, taking a plate of Thanksgiving leftovers or Christmas leftovers to my friend who works the 24-hour shift at the pharmacy right by our house. And I tell you, she looks forward to that every year. And um, she's not a believer, you know, but like I really believe that she is seeing something there and my kids are seeing something there that we get to do that's so simple and easy because everyone has leftovers. Um, And then another fun thing you can do, celebrate the little things with your kids is window clings. Do you all know about these? I love them. They're so awesome. You can do so many things with these, but one of my favorite things to do is whenever I go to someone else's house, I will, um, and if I have one in my purse, I'll just take it and I'll put it in their bathroom, on their bathroom mirror. And then when I leave and they go to the bathroom, it's like, surprise, there's something on your mirror. (laughs) And I've done this like with my kids. I've been like, Noah, let's go. And we get in the bathroom and we'll put window clings up on the mirrors. And he's like, I don't know what in the world this lady is doing, but it's fun and it's just a fun thing. So under one, two people in this room have a turkey under their chair. Um, There's a turkey, like a little paper turkey hanging, taped, something. So if you have a turkey under your chair, I have a window cling for you. (laughs) Anybody? There's no turkeys? (laughs) No, there really is. There really is a turkey somewhere. (laughs) Anybody? Is there a turkey? There's one back there. Okay, I didn't hide them, so we'll see. Oh, we have a turkey! Yay! I have a window cling for you. Anybody else? Did did we find another one? Yay! I have a window cling for you. So do this with your kids. Really fun way to just have joy and serve together. Um, and then, uh, yay! Congratulations. Or you're, put it in your car on the windows. There's lots of different things you can do. And I get them in like the dollar store or in the dollar bins at Target. Um, okay. And the last thing I think is like, or second to last thing, something super critical into our service with joy is having a heart of gratitude, which is, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So this is a topic you're probably going to get like, you know, hearing a lot about, but it really is a key to the life of a believer. Um, and I think it's, it's wonderful as, you know, Sandy was talking about earlier as we get, so we're so tunnel, you can, you can get like, um, I just think about those horses when they have those blinders on and they're like running the race. And then when those blinders come off, I'm sure it's like, ah, there's this whole world around me. And I think that sometimes we're like, so like we have our blinders on and we're just, you know, caught up in everything. 
And, and when we just take those blinders off, we can look around and in gratitude. And really, we have eyes, asking the Lord for eyes to see all the goodness and the things that he's given us. Even if um, someone's just dropped the gingerbread house on the floor, <laughs> you know, I think the Lord um, calls us to be thankful in all circumstances. And that's like a true joy giver. That um, is a definite recipe to help you resurrect your joy. Um, and finally, guys, the last thing I want to share with you that is the most important thing for having joy in mothering is what we started with is remembering the Son of Man, Jesus. That is our key to having joy in this journey um, because, you know, that was his whole purpose in coming here. And I know Sandy talked a lot about his life of service toward us and his love for us. Everything was just under that umbrella of loving and serving us. And um, and I think that one when we know him and we allow him into our lives and we and we spend time with him and we we just enjoy his presence. And um, I think that that transformation of our soul, we are then able to pour that out on our families. You know, yeah, when you feel depleted. Completed, um, of your joy and your service, just run to the Lord, run to Jesus. Sometimes, you know, in mothering, it's really hard. You want to be that woman who gets up at 5 a.m. every day and reads her Bible and prays for 16 hours. But um, I, I, I found this, it, you, you, I mean, you have to be super intentional about finding time with the Lord. And it might not look like that. It might not look like a full hour of time. Like some days I'm like, Lord, what I, I will put in worship music. And I just surround myself with truth. And I think that is um, just any way that you can stay connected to the Father is how you're going to be able to serve joyfully. Um, and I think that then that's key because then your kids will see that. And there is something so captivating about someone who is in love and receiving joy from the king. Um, I'm going to end with this story. Uh, when I was a uh, new mom and completely overwhelmed and, uh, well, I wasn't too new. I mean, Noah was about, he was like a little, like 18 months or something. And, but I was still like overwhelmed and life was just crazy. And I remembered thinking like, oh God, I just, I need you. And so I just was in the kitchen and I probably had burned dinner or something disastrous. And I put on a worship song and I just sat on the floor in the kitchen and I just, closed my eyes and I just put my arms up and I just praised and worshiped my Jesus. And I'm not kidding. Like I, my son Noah suddenly was in my lap, hugging me, kissing, loving on me. And I can tell you without a shadow of doubt, he was not doing that because of me. He was hugging and kissing on me because of the Jesus he saw in me. And that is what we want to give and offer our children um, every single day. So I just encourage you ladies. Y'all are just amazing and you're doing an incredible work. And um, I will be praying that this uh, Christmas season you'll be able to serve in his joy um, and, and glorify the Father. So, all right. I love you guys.